0: Hello and welcome to the Not Rude Honest podcast. My name is Nadia and as some of you may know, I am the founder of the Not Rude Honest blog on www.notrudehonest.com. I started blogging back in 2010 and my blog covers basically anything that comes to mind. So I've been wanting to start a podcast for quite some time. I've got all the equipment, I've got everything ready to go. But for one reason or another, It was always delayed, but today's a good day as any. I am fresh off the Vibes Cartel versus WizKid battle. And I just want to talk about the Twitter streets. That's something that's really been bugging me the last week or so. And now's a good time as any to discuss it. No Signal Radio hosted a Vibes Cartel versus WizKid clash. Each side had 10 songs that They got to play, and basically, you're going head to head to prove who I guess the better artist was. Now, of course, both Vibes Cartel and WizKid are amazing, legendary artists in their own right. So, it was all for a bit of fun and banter, you know, have a good time or whatever. But things very quickly got ugly. The first thing I noticed was that I don't know, one of the hosts um, started getting a lot of attacks from tweeters online. And they got so personal so quickly that I had to question whether there was a backstory I was missing. Because there's no way you are that mad at someone who is playing essentially what is their top 10 songs from their artist. And you're so mad that you're sending threats and calling her out of her name and just being completely and utterly disrespectful for absolutely no reason. And by the way, you're not in The Clash. (laughs) We're all watching The Clash or listening rather, but you're not in The Clash. It's really nothing personal to you. And if that's not your favorite song, that's fine. I mean, we all complain about the song selection and I will maintain that neither artist got a good representation. But the bottom line is, why are you taking it so seriously? Which obviously leads me to believe that there's some kind of something that I'm missing. You must obviously have a personal problem with this particular person that did not start today and cannot have stemmed from her playing what she considers to be the best of WizKid. and that's something I noticed a lot on Twitter, which is very weird. Now, of all the social media platforms, Twitter is definitely my favorite. Um, I just love the fact that it's funny as hell. You know, everything happens on Twitter first, so you know you're up to date with everything, and it's just as entertaining as it is informative, and I just love the fact that people are able to, you know, express themselves, um, I see all that, but then there's a very toxic side of Twitter that really shocks me most of the time, because I feel like Twitter allows people who usually would not dare talk crazy to lose their minds, like, people just come online And start attacking people. I guess they know they're not going to see them in real life or whatever. Which by the way isn't accurate. Because I've heard of quite a few stories of people talking crazy on the timeline. And then catching those hands in real life. But just in general you know they get so brave. And feel like they can just talk anyhow to just anyone. Which just isn't real. A lot of people are learning that. What happens online can have some real life consequences. I personally don't believe that social media can really cancel anyone. I just haven't seen anyone get fully cancelled. I feel like you get, you know, told off, you get a slap on the wrist. You may even lose some coins sometimes, but are you actually being cancelled? As in, is your career halted and incredibly affected by the things you've done on Twitter or on any other social media platform? I'm yet to see it please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I personally just haven't seen it. Actually, maybe that guy, what's his name? Um, Daniel Caesar? I think he kind of got cancelled for all for all, but even then, I think I heard he was, like, booked to perform at a festival at some point this summer. I'm not sure. I could be wrong, but yeah, I think he's probably the closest we've got to a real cancellation, because I feel like after he, you know, I can't remember what he did, but I remember that he did something, and all of a sudden, you know, his name kind of disappeared from the sphere. So I'm assuming something like that happened for him. But just generally speaking, you know, we don't, and when I say we, I mean, you know, the public on social media are not really able to cancel people, which is why I don't understand why now after quite a few years of, you know, examples, people still decide that they're going to en masse attack someone online. And then within like hours, start tweeting about mental health and how we should be careful what we do to people because it leads people to suicide and etc. When just yesterday you were on here telling someone to kill themselves. I don't get it. Like Which one is it? Pick a side. So yeah, this host was, you know, batting for the whiskey team. And next thing you know, all this hate started coming through for her. And she's then trending on Twitter. And not for being in this clash, but because so many people were tweeting hate towards her. And it didn't make any sense. Like, why are you guys so angry at her? Why are you guys so mad in general to the point where this mob had cr- been created to just go at her? And it just had me wondering like, you must have not liked her before. You must have had some kind of issue with her previously which is why you're now taking the opportunity to go at her. But even that is so cowardly. Like, why didn't you just address this at any other time? Why is it that when you see other people having something to say, you're jumping on the bandwagon in 2020? And a lot of these tweeters, based on your pictures, you guys don't look young. So why is it that at your big age, this is what you're doing? You're joining virtual mobs to attack someone for no reason. It's just very cowardly. And I've seen this quite a few times now, and that's not to say that some people don't deserve to get dragged. Like some people have done some crazy stuff that require a little bit of a dragging, even though I don't really subscribe to drag culture in general. I just feel like it's just pathetic. But again, if you are going to drag some people, some people have done, you know, draggable offenses. Um, Some of those people tweeting horrendous things about black women Wishing violence on black women. I think that, you know, you definitely deserve to get dragged for that. But again, it's just like the same people that are today saying, go kill yourself, are the same ones who tomorrow are talking about mental health awareness, which, I mean, pick a side. You know, you can't join in on the hate that can lead someone to mental health issues while simultaneously being part of the mental health awareness team. It doesn't make sense. Just last week, there was a massacre on the Twitter streets. Like, literally, so many tweets from I think 2012 resurfaced um, of men in particular, black men, tweeting incredibly negative things about black women. Some really disgusting and disturbing things that showed a level of self hate I didn't even know existed. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and be all kumbaya with you because I definitely believe, you know, chat shit, get banged. That is most definitely, you know, a motto in life. However, I just don't understand the purpose of the mob dragging mentality. And I also don't understand why the person who's getting dragged insists on going back and forth with this person. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you not just logging out? As much as the internet has become a huge part of our lives, it is still something you can't log out of so you know just advice for future people getting dragged people start coming at you online just sign out like sign out and you know go make some toast or something like why are you sitting here reading all the hate comments and all that because it's not only just going to make your day horrible like why would you even bother with all that i just don't get it and i think that is something that is quite unique to twitter i don't know if that happens on other social media platforms i maybe instagram People start putting stuff in the comments. But again, I think Instagram, you can disable the comments. So, you know, you kind of have a bit of a control. I think with Twitter, there just isn't that level of control and people can literally at you and come at you consistently for X amount of time. And you just have to be on the receiving end of that. But as I said, you know, log out. Please do. Please just log out. Like, there's no point in going back and forth with bad people. Just log out. <laughs> just log out. Um, but yeah, it's very sad to see it though. Like, to see people just gather together to just insult somebody for really no reason um yeah I don't get that at all I just don't get it I don't understand why people do that or why that is something that we has now been somewhat glorified and you know people are clout chasing by insulting other people and that was a main issue I had with the tweets resurfacing which okay the stuff was that you said was heinous but the reason behind it was you wanted you know to get people to laugh or to Join in on this hate train with you against black women, or you wanted just followers and stuff like that. And even the people following you, just all of you are just sick together. Like you're all just sick. You know, there are things that are just not funny. I didn't grow up in the woke era. So I was privy and witnessed and probably a part of quite a lot of ignorant behavior. So I have a level of understanding of the context in which, you know, some insensitive comments and insensitive statements have been made however those tweets were not just insensitive they were disgusting they were wishing harm on people that looked like you which is just inexcusable especially because at the time when these tweets were being tweeted the perpetrators were not young they were in the you know 20s Late teens, early twenties, old enough to be at uni, therefore old enough to know better. You know, there was no justification for that kind of stuff. And when all these tweets resurfaced again, it was like the reason behind it. Even the art, the retweets back then used to put RT and copy and paste essentially the person's tweet, so you could literally see so many people LOLing at the end of a rape joke. But even then what does the group mob attack do? Like, what was the purpose? And I'm here for it if it does something, if it, you know, it does something, but then it doesn't. I just think we should stop condoning that type of behavior. Like, yeah, we should just stop condoning it because it's not okay. And you know what else is not okay? Those bullshit ass apologies. Like, nobody needs them just stop. I'm very much a believer of, if you're not sorry, then don't say sorry. Simple. Like, don't come to me with some crap apology. I most definitely, I'm not the best at apologizing. Not because I'm prideful about it. Like, I'm always sorry if I've hurt your feelings, always. Um, so I'm one of those, you know, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings type of apologizer. But nine out of 10 times, I'm not sorry for what I said because I meant it. So I find those fake apologies so condescending, especially because we've seen so many of them. I think at the beginning, maybe we were being bamboozled. But now it's like we see these press release apologies all the time and we recognize them. So can you not apologize if you're not actually sorry? Like, I'd rather you did one of those. I said what I said type of things. I can respect that. I can respect the fact that you're stupid and you're sitting in your stupidity. What I can't respect is you trying to pacify your audience, mostly because it's affecting, you know, your reputation or your coin or whatever it's affecting your platform. But then you don't care that much about how much it's affecting it because you still want to keep your pride intact. So you're apologizing half-heartedly. Like, what is the actual point? that well what is the point of that you know we can read through it you know that because you've seen other people apologize like that and you've seen the reaction they've gotten so you know that that doesn't fly anymore why are you still doing it just stop just stop just be like you know what I said what I said it is what it is or even better yet just be quiet and I know that not everybody can be quiet especially if you have like a following or a platform but I just don't just stop with the bullshit apologies like just stop that there's just no need for that at all like nobody needs. A fake apology ever in life so there's really just no point for that so yeah I hope I never get dragged onto it all because or on social media in general I probably just would just sign out the account and move on with my life to be honest I don't think I'd be that fast I mean I don't think I've ever said anything that's that crazy but I saw a lot of people who didn't think they'd said anything crazy and when all the tweets were resurfacing the craziness showed itself um So, yeah, I think to some degree, we're all somewhat guilty in one way or another of having tweeted some reckless stuff before. I just think that there's a difference between something being reckless and something being hateful. And I think recklessness, we can accept and understand. Hatefulness, especially when the behavior is continually being perpetuated, is unacceptable. It just shows that you haven't grown, it shows you still hold those views, it shows you're still just that hateful person. And there's no room for forgiveness there. And I've been seeing that a lot online where it's like, oh my God, this person has apologized or that person has apologized. Why are you guys not accepting the apology? And the reason is because after the I'm sorry came some more bullshit. So it's very hard to forgive someone who apologizes with their mouth and doesn't with their actions. And this is in no way me supporting, you know, Twitter dragging or cancelling or any of that, anything like that. I mean, the whole point of this has been the fact that I don't agree with that behaviour. I'm just saying, you know, the flip side of that is the fact that, you know, you can't really expect people to let something go when you continually demonstrate that type of behaviour in the present day. There are so many great things about social media that we really don't need this Mob mentality, this dragging people to they bleed behavior to ruin that. If you have an issue with someone on the timeline and it's that serious, how is it that you can't address it by yourself? Why do you need other people on the timeline to be getting in on them for you to jump in with your tutu blow? Like clearly your issue is not that serious and you're just a hater. But yeah, don't be a sheep. Black women are amazing. And both Vibes and Wizkid are kings in their own right. So put some respect on both their names. So yeah, that's the end of my first episode. Um, hope you guys enjoyed my nattering on. This is the part where I plug all my socials, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's at not rude Honest on Instagram, at not Rude underscore Honest on Twitter, and www.NotRudeHonest.com to subscribe to my great blog and even better podcast. I'm working on getting like a theme tune, you know, all the frills and stuff. But yeah, I just thought I was waiting too long. Obviously, based on the current pandemic, it might take a bit longer to get certain things in place. So I figured I'd just get started and just add those bits later and just see how it goes from there. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed it and talk to you soon.